We're scared of Bob. We're really frightened. Na, 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 na. That's really. Can you turn us down? Sorry. Really I don't know what's going on there. Do 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 do. Then a better day. I can hear myself on your mic. So let's start giving. There are people crying. Crying. We're saving our own lives. It's true. Finally broke their silence and lost their shit about some of the really seedy stuff that goes on there. All right. A very long time ago, mm. um, I I had a conversation where I was half joking, half being serious with mm. a friend of mine about about how comic retail was full of crooks and perverts. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it's nearly 20 years on mm. from that conversation now. Mm. Anyway, so, I mean, I shouldn't really go on about that because we're not going to talk about it on the show. Hi, James. Hi, Nick. How are you? Um, I'm okay. The, I like uh, your tidbits. <laughs> I always got really confused, right, because I'm sure there was a dirty magazine called Titbits when I was younger, but also um, like a woman's monthly called Titbits. God, that'd be embarrassing if you bought the wrong one, wouldn't it? I get the feeling there was only... I remember it. Mm. I get the feeling there was only a woman's monthly, mm. and we just got confused with our adult minds. Maybe. It's possible. Bull. Possible. No, I, I left that. I, I, that's how I pronounce possible now. Possible. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm I'm down with with that. Good. Things. Couple of things. Uh, we should mention right at the mm. beginning, so that I can, so that I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the other podcast we do. Uh, we have issues. I do a few, mate. I don't know. You do, you. but you are like co, like co-host and co-creator and stuff well thank you that's very nice yeah can i get an exec producer credit you've that's what that is oh okay thank you uh but it got new and noteworthy on itunes i still don't really i I realize that i don't really know uh, everything i ever dreamed Mm. might be wrong with me Mm. about dealing with something like Mm -hmm. that all came out and somebody accused me lightly gently accused me of uh like humble bragging about it name names uh, I can't. I can't remember, uh, but but someone, yeah, uh, th- th- because I was very backwards about the way I brought it up. But the main reason I was very backwards about the way I brought it up was because I didn't really believe. Mm. I kind of thought maybe it was just my iTunes. <laughs> no, it's very pleasing, isn't it? I, I was very happy. I was having um. I, I, you let me know on Friday mm-hmm. last week, and I'd gone into uh, Winchester Christmas Market with um, my family, so my daughter Nicola and um, my. Uh, parent-in-laws mm-hmm. and I was having a bit of an anxious moment it was really busy and we were having a bit of a divery moment about um uh lunch and so I took myself off to one side and I found out and I came scuttling back to tell Nicola but she was too busy thinking about ordering lunch so she's quite dismissive they wives just don't understand no she don't get it she likes this show doesn't doesn't really care for the other one yeah so that's good mm. We the reason I bring it up on this show, it isn't just to, to pat ourselves on the back. Mm. Does seem to have resulted in a bit of an uptick in listeners. Oh, that's exciting! But the thing is, we and it is only in uh, it is only in England and Ireland. But seeing the world, no, which is still really good. Mm. But haven't been able to work out how it happened. But it seems to have literally been based on one or two extra reviews 
on how, iTunes. How, how do we know? How do you know that it's not they, they have a, a team of podcast listeners at Apple HQ and they listen to it and go, oh, do you know, this is really good. This is this is blowing my socks off. I'm going to put this on. New and noteworthy. It can't be an automatic algorithm, I'm sure. Can't be. No. Do those things even exist? Have you ever seen an algorithm in the wild? No. I. In fact, I think you're right. I'm not mm. convinced they're a real thing. No. Um. But I guess the, uh, the message is, I think this show, being on whatever episode it's in, we're in the 60s now, yeah, I think. Are, yeah. It's probably too late for us to be new and noteworthy. Yeah. But if you do like what we do, yeah. please do – this is not you, James. Mm. But I know that you, by turns, really like what we do and, and feel really w- weird mm. about even speaking to yeah. other people outside your own house. I do, which which makes the amount of podcasts I do a bit weird. Yeah. But I don't have to face the people I'm talking to when I'm doing this. I'm just looking at you. Yeah, and I'm not a person. No, I find your face calming. <laughs> Is it the uh, the beard softens everything, doesn't it? It's your hirsute nature that really helps. <laughs> um, there has to be one shorter, slightly angrier, hairy person in any mm-hmm. uh, working audio uh, male duet. Well, to be double fair, act or I whatever. Think, I think I'm hairier than you. It's just facially and hedgily, I'm not as hairy. But like, I think my overall body fur is. I, I think that what you're doing is you're going on mass or whatever. Mm. There, you are just naturally taller than me. Mm-hmm. But I've got—I mean, look—I'm pretty hairy. Yeah, I'm hairier than that. Yeah, I'm, but not on your, your face. Arms. My arms are hairy. Not, oh, your arms are really hairy. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've got hairy fingers. But you're not growing that much hair on your face at the moment. I'm choosing not to. So you've got your Adam Buxton. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, Anthony and Thingy Carboni who do we have mm-hmm. concerns? Yeah. Um, and the the littler, angrier one in that duo, mm. it, there must be a better word than duo. Uh, he's he's got oh, yeah. a beard, I think, as well. Oh, right. Sometimes I don't know. Mm. I think uh, it, it might just be short men feel they've got to do something mm. to rise, uh, to rise uh, to get people's attention because we're shorter and people look straight over the top of us. Um, when I grow a beard, it's usually to hide behind it. Yeah, mm. I mean, there's an element of that as well. Also, laziness. Yes, that very much comes into play. But, um, yeah, so I don't know if... Uh, it's probably too late for two grown men at this point. But if you, if you do want to leave, if you do want to, if you do like what we do, uh, please do leave uh, a rating and review at iTunes or your um, podcatcher of choice. Right to the times. I'm not even sure that iTunes is a... I mean, it might not be the main player anymore. I don't know. No, nor do I. Do people use Spotify? They're not doing podcasty stuff, really. No, and I'd rather we went on Google Play and made a big show about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, I, the conversation for another time, because I haven't really thought as much as I should about it, but I know, James, that you probably aren't as bothered uh, about Taylor Swift as I am. And I really wasn't that aware of her until she said she was going to do Google Play, and I thought, well, fair enough. Uh, but I've been very surprised by how much Billy Bragg cares about it all. Billy Bragg cares a lot about many, many things. Yeah. Yeah, I know we both love him. Actually, I saw him talking about it the other day, and he had to go back to his defence of his nice house in Dorset, I noticed. Because you're not allowed to be a socialist if you've um, had a successful career. No. Well, I mean, you're not allowed to be a socialist if you've had a successful career and Mm. have have spent that money on yourself. 
Mm. I think if you had a successful career and gave all of that money away mm-hmm. and lived uh, lived in a in a bus shelter, yeah, then that'd be okay. Is that that's true socialism? It's yeah, giving I think, everything away. I think so. Yeah, I'm sure that's Buddhism. I think that's what Bob Geldof does. Yeah, absolutely, and Bono. He's a but could, yeah, just. The, Maybe he should have changed the line to tonight. Thank God I'm me, you fucking plebs. <laughs> I think it's appropriate that you popped on the plebs there. Good. The uh, the uh, it it seems. I, James and I immediately prior to recording this were talking yeah. about the line that Bono has changed. Now I've always had trouble. It probably wasn't Bono who changed it, but I've always had trouble with the Bono voiced line in "Do They Know It's Christmas." Um, feed the world do they know it's mm. Christmas where he says tonight thank God it's them instead of you I've always been a little bit uncomfortable with that because it well because it sounds horrible see I've always I've actually always been quite comfortable with the line mm. itself so it, it, no, I, I haven't got a problem with people being forced to accept their own privilege no whereas I obviously have a huge problem with that you can't accept your own can you it just it just upset it just upsets me that that would be a sentiment that like anyway th- look at you with your mediterranean male privilege i think it's i think it is possible to have empathy for people without mm. like being glad that it's not because that's it, it suggests a gladness that you aren't in the same boat which i understand but it just seems weird anyway now whenever i see someone less fortunate than me i think thank thank god that's not me i'm so happy i'm really glad it's them <laughs> <laughs> Particularly that person I'm looking at. You look like you're quite feckless. I'm glad I didn't make the same life decisions that they made that clearly means they deserve to be where they are although, right now. Although, to be fair, given recent recent um, events, I, I, I'm a bit more cautious about that now. Bill Hicks used to say, well, I mean, he only said it once, but the nature of the recording medium is that I've heard him say it lots of times because I've played it back mm. lots. Um, and you know he's a stand-up, so he probably repeated it a few times. But he says in in a piece on a homeless uh, New York, uh, a, a homeless New Yorker, uh, that he stepped over, um, that he's got sympathy for those for those guys. He suggests that uh, there's a there's a trinity that he suggests. He says he says that the right the right friends, the right woman, or the right job, and he'd have ended up in exactly the same place. Which right, I think, please. which I think is it's kind of removing a bit of. Uh, personal responsibility from his own situation but I do I kind of know what he means there's a story that we've been talking about a lot in uh, my immediate family about there's this uh, relatively well known around the Peterborough area tramp I can't remember Mm -hmm. his name but about whom there are lots of stories and lots of folklore about where he ended up nearly and where he came from and where he ended up Every provincial town has one of those. Like Winchester, mm. where I grew up, had a burping Ron. Mm-hmm. Was ours? The the not the they're not the same as because the thing is when I first came to Southampton, I was quite surprised because I lived very near the central mm-hmm. parks, which we're recording quite near to, by quite how many drunks there were congregating mm. in the middle because I'd never seen anything like that, and they're generally quite unapproachable. But yeah, we're talking about there's still a few superstars of tramp, isn't yeah, there? The, yeah, exactly. Who have a, a sort of mostly apocryphal mythos built up around them? Yeah, although isn't a myth by its very nature apocryphal? apocryphal I think so. Yeah, but that's okay. We don't. I mean, no one expects us to be a thesaurus. That's true. Yeah, that particular trampy. 
trampy thing. Trampy that particular thing. thing has been Ho- on my mind. Hobo. In his case, the most persistent story is that his wife, uh, that he was a headmaster or something, and mm. his wife got killed on the particular road that he mm-hmm. um, that he tended to stick around on. And the stories, that the amount of the story that, that we can be certain probably did happen mm. is that uh, he used to stay in one bus shelter, mm-hmm. and at some point, vandals... Uh, burned the yeah. bus shelter down, and um, and then the locals kind of clubbed together to to buy build, and build, build a new one, build him a new one, yeah. But with a front door, with a door yeah, on it, so nice. that he'd he'd be like one. Of, one of the things I've noticed talking to people from different towns, more often than not, um, part of the mythos around them is actually they're rich. Yeah, and they don't need to be a tramp at all, and he's sitting on a fortune, and he just chooses to be this way. Which I don't know if that's a way of like people trying to make themselves feel better that these individuals are usually figures of fun. I can think of two, in particular, in in Southampton, who was a, an older um, Southeast Asian-looking guy, mm-hmm. um, and a woman who I imagine was in her forties. That uh, I think I can't remember the crying something they used to call her because she always looked like she she'd been weeping. Hmm. But there was she had a more tragic tale attached to her than not really sure. I think I think the um the the the, the I don't know Chinese or, or Japanese. Not wish them. I don't want to don't want to pin my pin my flag to his mast mm-hmm. in terms of his uh, ethnicity. Oh, the really small guy, yeah, kind of bent mm. right double over. I'm sure I heard a, a myth of him being wealthy and just choosing to live this strange shuffling life. On the streets, which it can't be true, I'm sure. But on the other hand, though, <clears throat> it's it's just difficult to imagine how people survive mm. or how they function at, at all. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, uh, we, we've uh, but tonight. Uh, yeah. Thank God it's them. In, instead of yeah, we, yeah. Uh, the, the, we we've got sidelined into into homeless people. Uh, when what I really wanted to talk about very briefly was dissecting worlds, but. Um, I believe both of them are currently homed. Yeah, the uh, but but yeah, Bono uh, Bono's lyric being changed to uh, something like uh, "Tonight we're reaching out and touching you or them or whatever." Mm. It's not a good idea with a bowl of victims. No, I was watching a doctor today who sort of said you, you shouldn't shake hands. He, do, he he said he does a sort of Roman style greeting mm. of your fist on your heart. Yeah. I hope he shouts Imperator when he does no, I hope so. Yeah. You've got to, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I'd have to. Um, but yeah, Dissecting Worlds, the reason I want to mention them is they very, very kindly, they have a little uh, uh, section after the main show. Mm. The most recent show actually was about, um, they they take a different subject each like, season of episodes. Mm. And uh, it's a, a general theme, and this time it's espionage. So this week they had a very interesting guest whose name escapes me. Dissecting World, sorry, that's a, a podcast on the Geek Syndicate Network. Yes, right? yeah. it is. And um, and they um, th- this time around they've been discussing espionage. In the last episode, they were talking about espionage uh, and where it intersects with horror. Mm-hmm. And they had a very interesting conversation. And, and then after the episodes, they have like a little uh, each of them kiha. And Matt um, recommend something that mm-hmm. they've been into that oh, week nice. or whatever. Kiha recommended a book, mm-hmm. uh, so he—I mean, that's no good to us. But Matt uh, suggested this show. Oh, that's very nice of him. Thank you, Matt. Which was very nice. So, if you are listening because mm. you heard about us on Dissecting Worlds, um, I'm sorry if you feel you were promised uh, conversations about wanking and poop. 
I don't do wanking much. We haven't really talked about that yet this episode. No. But that was very kind of them. Also, on the Geek Syndicate, this week's episode of Geek Syndicate, they uh, were talking about they were talking about a tweet that I tweeted out. Oh, lovely. Which was very nice. So they talked about that, they quoted that, and it was good. They had a nice conversation. It was about Doctor Who. Um, they couldn't re- remember who I was, which was a bit disheartening, because I, mm. I know both of them. But, I mean, you know, I've got a fairly forgettable surname. You can't so. remember everything, though, can you? No. It, no. Where would you keep it? Exactly. Um. What do we normally talk about, James? Um, our, our feelings and our children. How are your feelings at the moment? <clears throat> a bit dicey. I um I went back to work today. It's my first day back at work, which was I was producing an impressive amount of sweat by the time I got there. I worked. I walked to work, but it was a very cold day. I was producing more sweat than than possibly should have been reasonable. Um, but uh, yeah, it went okay. It was all right kept it together I mean, i'm doing half days for a week were how were people with you because presumably how many of them know what's going on um very few no but people were generally quite nice don't they listen to this podcast no fortunately <laughs> fortunately not no um but you know people were people were okay they're a reasonably friendly bunch and sort of i think I'm, it's important to get myself into the right mindset at work you know i can take it a little bit too seriously sometimes so i think it's just sort of relaxing into it, really. You're a passionate man, though, and you care about your work. Yeah, a bit too much, though, sometimes. Yeah. Gets the better off me. Yeah. How are you feeling now, though? Cause, okay. Because we're recording at lunchtime. Yeah, a bit, bit wired, Twiddly, but... Um, That's just you now, though. That is true. I'm a, a, bit, a bit anxious, but not so anxious that I can't do a podcast, when there's been a lot of that, um, including last Thursday, and we, we have issues. And that was uh, that was driven by a visit to a toy shop, strangely enough. But there we go. Which toy shop? Uh, Smith's in Fairham. Oh, I don't know it. No, it's good. Good, good prices. We're almost done with Scarlet's Christmas shopping. Have you been barred from all of the uh, toy shops in in Southampton? No, but Smith's is very good value. It's some. It's, oh. um, it's we got a Smurf, a decent sized cuddly Smurf for a pound. Blimey! Yeah, and Scarlet's very fond of Smurfs. Also, Nicola and I were having a conversation about we we were buying some stocking fillers. We've got about a £20 budget to create. You know, we've bought us some bigger presents. We've got about a £20 budget um, to buy some stocking stocking filler stuff. And um, I wanted to get some dinosaurs, some little dinosaurs, and some matchbox cars. Nicola wasn't, wasn't sure. And we're having a conversation about, you know, although people don't intend to give gendered presents, mm-hmm. you know, because of the way that, that society indoctrinates us um, in terms of gender roles, no one's bought her a set of cars. She had a pink carport um, when she was a baby, but since then, no one's really bought her any. And we bought some toy cars for our nephews mm-hmm. that stayed at our flat for them to play with when they came around a while ago, and she's appropriated those. Um, although, to be honest with you, they're a bit battered now. She doesn't play with them very often. And Nikki, Nikki and I were having a bit of a t- to and forth about whether whether we should get these for her or not. And on Sunday... She was actually rooting about in her toy box trying to find some cars and told Nikki, Nikki she wanted some cars to, to um, play with, so we're going to buy her some Matchbox cars mm-hmm. to play. But I was saying to Nikki, it's about, she doesn't play with cars because, A, she doesn't have any, and she's never really been presented them as a choice. Yeah. You know, it's always been, you don't think to. So I'd like to at least offer her the choice to have toys that might traditionally be seen as 
as boys' toys because she's got great imagination. I'm sure she'll love playing with them. I have been... Uh, Amy and I agree on the broad stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be uh, too stereotypical with stuff. But mm. I think, like you, mm. I'm way more preoccupied about the gender stuff than Amy is. Mm-hmm. So it's... Um, I know that he's getting... Don't listen, Noah. I know he's getting a, a, a doll for Christmas. Cool. Um, which is good. And we recently got... Uh, my sister gave us a an old, like, uh, a cooker mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Which is really the first of those domestic toys mm. he's had. And he does really like it. I don't. I mean, he doesn't really know what he's doing at this mm-hmm. point. But I was quite... I was a bit irritated when I looked around and realised that was the first thing like that he'd got. Not just because I'm trying... Not just because I'm trying to be... Um, idealistic about stuff like mm. that, but because and and conscious of stuff like that, but because we've actually read and I kind of uh, it, it it makes sense to me um, that children, especially boys, if they I think we've talked about it on the show, if they have if they see mm. their dad doing housework and if they have toys mm. that do housework, they just end up being more like rounded. Mm characters and more mm-hmm. helpful and how like more helpful and better at domestic stuff mm. which is really useful because god knows that like my my situation was i spent an awful lot of my life living on my own mm-hmm. um had i not had had i not had a couple of years as a vegetarian so having to cook for myself mm-hmm. in, in with the safety net of being in my parents house mm. i'd wouldn't have known what the hell was going on sure. when I eventually lived on my own. I'd be living like every other student was when I went mm-hmm. away. And um, I probably did eat my fair share of crap, but I would have really struggled, you know. So um, so I think that's kind of important. And we, we have ended up with a lot of cars. Mm-hmm. I'm slightly more worried about, and Amy thinks I'm a bit ridiculous about this, I'm worried about him having too many toys because mm-hmm. he's got it feels like a lot mm-hmm. and i'd rather he wasn't having to choose between toys because he's constantly distracted see I, I, on the other way i don't mind scarlet having a choice of toys it's it's fine you know it's it's not about excess so much as i feel like the f- and again i might have picked this up from some pop psychology thing or 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 whatever but i i think that you develop your imagination I think your imagination develops better when you're having to work out ways to play with the same toys rather than Maybe, yeah. casting from one thing to the next which is he's never shy of he has to crawl over his blocks to get to something sure. else because the blocks come out and they just go all over the floor mm-hmm. he's surprisingly good at putting his they're like they're like giant lego blocks they're mm-hmm. not duplo but they're like I duplo know. he's surprisingly good at he's always been surprisingly good at putting those together mm. Considering he can't use any words yet, he can, he says "at" a lot, which I love. You know what that is? <clears throat> He's talking to your dogs. Is it normally when yeah, the dogs yeah, are around? Yeah, and, and the guinea pigs. And the, yeah, because he probably thinks they're really small yeah, dogs. Yeah, probably. He um, if you if you're worried though about him using um gender stereotype toys, quite often crawls in the Scarlet's bedroom when he's over, um, and starts rooting about in her toys. So oh. nosy little sod. I'm sorry. Bit. I'm sorry about him. He's lovely. I like mornings when he's over. He's uh he's always very smiley. We had a nice weekend with him this weekend. He's uh well I mean it's always nice actually. Um but 
it was particularly nice. When I say we had a nice weekend with him, what I actually mean is Amy and I only argued once. <laughs> and it resolved really quickly. Yeah. We were, and this is one of those weird things where I really do, I really do wish that the grown-ups in our lives were more reliable uh, reliable narr- narrators or mm-hmm. reliable historians or whatever. We're trying to work out what to do about Double Buggy. Yeah. Because for a, a, at least a, a year, probably, we're going to have need of... Noah's still going to need yeah. a buggy and we're going to have a, another baby. And we we aren't really sure about the ones that, that are like Double Decker, although we're... No, they're weird because one kid basically looks like they're in the parcel bit. Yeah. But we're starting to come around a little bit on that because, of course, we don't we're about to buy a house mm. we've we've got a nice car it's a corsa but those aren't big and so on the one hand we've got to work out what's practical in terms of getting in and out of the house but mm. we also have to work out what's practical in terms of uh what we can transport in the car yeah and people used to have babies very like the, the gap between babies wasn't huge. You know, people mm. didn't really used to plan out that much. If they wanted yeah. a family of a certain size, they just and they didn't have the. Uh, you know, everyone couldn't afford to just go mm. out and buy a people carrier the way That's most right. people seem to be able to now when they have mm. like two children. So mm. they decide they won't need a seven seater or something like that. Mm. Um, and so we've just been trying to get, like we spent a lot of time trying to get our heads round and disagreeing about. Um, what we needed to get in terms of that and what we could afford and, and stuff like that. You didn't really have the booster seats that you have to worry about now, though, did you? Basically, children were just slung in the back and left to slide about on vinyl seating. Well, like, well that's what the... Uh, that's what the, uh, the, the, the What's it? The foot the footwell's for, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. I, re- I, remember my, uh, I remember my aunt in the 80s had a Volvo mm-hmm. um, and it had uh, rear-facing seats in the boot, which was just the most exciting treat in the world. So he went on Auntie Jean's and got a trip in her car, and I got to sit in the boot. God, I love that. It seems like an alien world now. I remember once, um, I must have been sort of seven or eight, uh, lying across the laps of three adult uh, relations in the back of my parents' car, so we could all be, so we could all fit in. I mean, we're all right, though, aren't we? Well... I have my moments. Yeah, but I don't think that's because of the way we were seated in cars. Well, I don't know. I haven't started my counselling yet. Well, yeah, that's true. But it's uh, it's it is it is kind of weird. I guess they didn't have that to consider. But it's just so that was the one the one argument we had was in Babies R Us. But to mm. be fair, I think that was mainly the fault of the uh, the woman who eventually helped us was very helpful. Mm-hmm. But we had to deal with a fairly sullen teenager who just looked straight through us immediately before that. And so it's kind of... Mm-hmm. It wasn't like the last time we went in Babies R Us. I think they've cut back on staff. Really? Yeah, it's, it's the economy, shame. isn't it? I don't know, the baby economy. I thought we were experiencing a baby boom. You would have thought now would have been a boom time for Babies R Us. But the more babies there are, the less they need to... Like, Babies R Us are like, well, there's just... There's going to be loads of babies. We don't need to... We don't need to have the wow factor of actually having staff on hand who can help people. This shit sell it, itself. Yeah, it will. <laughs> yeah. And largely, I think it does. Yeah. There do see, it still seem to be a lot of... Uh, it was quite nice uh, going around, I think it was Mother Care, and seeing all of the uh, the other expectant mums and stuff and thinking, oh, she's, she's pregnant, that's cute, and then f- completely forgetting that I had my own... Pregnant person. Pregnant person next to me. We got, oh, we got him his first... 
Oh, you would have seen them this morning. His first proper shoes. Do you know, I, I didn't really look at his feet this morning. Well, why would you? I was a bit preoccupied with going to work, to be honest with you. He, he smiled at me, went at, at, at the dogs, and that was enough for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't notice people's mm. shoes. Why, why would you? But it's... Because I didn't realise there's a distinction between cruiser, mm-hmm. cruising shoes, yeah. for when they're not really putting the weight on them properly mm-hmm. or whatever, and actual shoes. Yeah. Which... Seems like a cynical way of getting more mm. money out of you, but I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe not. They are much softer. Mm-hmm. Um, his cruiser shoes, I think, they're not built for. They're they're a bit cheaper. Mm. They're not really built for heavy duty usage. So they're mm. basically like the trainers I always end up buying from JD mm. Sports for a tenner. Yeah. Um, You're buying cruising cons. Yeah. I, well, um, they're not. I've I've had to. Uh, da- I've had to downgrade from yeah. from any sort of Converse type shoes. Mm. The ones I'm wearing now are hand me downs, uh, and uh, and uh, yeah, I've got a pair of the the, uh, the the good thing about buying that twelve pound pair of uh, uh, trainers from JD mm. Sports is that for at least three or four days, mm-hmm. um, that it's quite a comfortable experience. Yeah, and then immediately after that, you spend your whole time worrying that they're about to fall apart. <laughs> Big drop off. Yeah, yeah, very very steep drop off. Yeah. Um, Scarlet managed to give him a bollocking this morning, though, which I quite enjoyed. <laughs> what did he do? He, uh, he I'm pe- assuming he did something. <clears throat> yeah, he uh, he picked up uh, the digital clock we have on our uh, TV cabinet. Oh, he loves a bit of digital. And and um, Scarlet's obviously been told off for playing about with it before because she changes the time. So she was basically trying to wrest control very gently. She's very good with him. But she's trying to wrest control of it. He didn't, he didn't care for that at all. Did he cry? He did a bit, but only sort of until she relented. He's taken to grizzling when mm. told no a little yeah. bit recently. Um, and I have to uh, be careful about, like, not laughing at him when that yeah, happens. Because yeah. it is so silly. And he, when he's tired, he, he has started doing that thing. He quite likes lying on the floor. I don't mm. know if you've noticed that. And sometimes mm. he'll do it for fun. Yeah. But sometimes he'll just, he'll just seem to run out of steam and go yeah. face down onto the floor. Stack it, yeah. Um, and I guess maybe they all do that. Do oh, they? God, yeah. But, but that'll be his... God, I do it, mate. Did Scarlett used to bang her head a lot? All the f***ing time. Why? Why do they do it? Doesn't because, it hurt? I guess so, but they're just they're a bit silly at that age, aren't they? Precocious little sods. Yeah. There was there was a point where I, I kind of wanted to put in a rugby hat. Because it's worrying. It is, but... Yeah. We've got him in a, a little seat that goes mm. on the... It's probably our mo- most sturdy mm. chair, our most sturdy yeah. kitchen chair, because it's the one we, the only one we didn't get from Gumtree <laughs> for like twenty quid for the table and set. Nice. And um, it was probably forty quid actually. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like get hold of some of that poverty dollar, but I don't think it's going to work. No, yeah, I'm not buying it. The next Jack Monroe. That's me. I've seen the row of houses you're buying your new house in. I don't feel any. So <laughs> I, I started going on at Nicola going. Oh, that's not fair. I want to live in a house like that. I, uh, the good They're news, nice, aren't they? They're lovely. The good news is mm. that we won't be able to afford to do anything for the next five years. Oh, so, that's all right then. Yeah, so, I mean, if that's any consolation, I have to like it because mm. I'm not going to be allowed to... We are we are trying to buy a house. Nothing's definite. This is to the listener. Uh, nothing's definite until you've moved in, I have come to discover in the mm. last year. But we have ended up going for... We had two budgets. There was the budget yeah. where we could still afford to do stuff. Yeah. And there was the budget where literally nothing can go wrong for the next five years. But they're such nice houses. Why would you want to? Why would you want to go out? Well, I mean, that's the thing. We, we're just going to not be allowed to. We won't be able mm. to. So, um, 
I mean, I bought a flat that I tolerate, and we've not been able to go out for the last ten years. It's. De- I mean, it's yeah, it's difficult. I don't want to like. Don't make me start examining my privilege here on the podcast. Are you going to... We've you, been doing that for too many... Are you going to uh, put a palm tree in your... Oh, hello. Try again. Are you going to put a palm tree in your front garden? Because I have noticed in the area there is an extraordinary amount of palm trees in people's front gardens. Um, we, we could, mm. but then if we had a few people over mm. for a party, mm. uh, the fourth person wouldn't have anywhere to park their car. So, okay, it's ridiculous. I don't know why why you'd even need that big a driveway. Oh, right. No, we had a really big one when I lived in um, with my parents. It's ridiculous, but I mean, mm. it's it's kind of okay, isn't mm. it? Like your parents had a house like that. You, you probably never felt like they didn't deserve it. Well, no, we had a big we had a big front garden. Yeah, and then they bought the house because Maggie said we could buy the houses off her. Hmm. And then, I don't know, someone died, so they decided to do a drive. Because we lived in a cul-de-sac, mm-hmm. and the parking's always a bit of a nightmare up the top. Because you had, you had, let's see, two, four, six, eight houses at the top of the cul-de-sac, and enough parking for about four cars. Hmm. I, hmm. Because it was built in the, like, the, the early part of the 19th century, when, like, you know, the, the worst you'd have had to worry about is parking your horse somewhere. The thing about one half of the drive is that it's almost un- like it's terrifying. If you park the car there, you mm. have to yank the handbrake on. You get out of the car, mm. and immediately you're dropping back two or three because the yeah. whole thing's built on a hill. Yes, it's it's a, it is. I mean, it does feel excessive, mm. but then at the same time, I'm Rubbish. forty. Yeah, no, you're allowed a house. I'm like forty that with four, two kids, fine. and it's not like it's not going to yeah. be difficult. Yeah, are they going to get a room each in this house? Yeah. There yes. are three. There are three bedrooms. So, um, but I mean, I don't know. And I might have a room for like the computer and stuff. Wouldn't that be four? Four. Well, it's not really a bedroom. It's converted garages. All right. Oh, very nice. Yeah, it's it's a weird house, listener. Mm. Uh, if we get it, yeah, I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll invite everyone round for a housewarming party. I'd come on. I'm sick. I'd love a place like that. It's really lardy da, listener. It's not really lardy-dar. It is lardy-dar. Um, so anyway, so what else? So we've talked about your mental health. How are you feeling in general? Me? Aside from the work, like... Yeah, okay. You were looking forward to going back to work, though. Was I? Well, no, you weren't looking forward to going back to work. There was an element of something that I couldn't relate to at all, mm. which was you felt guilty about oh, yeah, not no, being I'm at work. I'm glad I don't feel the guilt of not being at work. Has that alleviated at all? I think so. See, I don't feel that. <laughs> no, I definitely do. I feel. I, I think the thing is because I picked up a wage packet for the two months that I'm not there. Oh. And that really made me feel good. Well, I've not earned this. I've just been sat on my ass watching Trailer Park Boys. Tra- Fucking hell. <laughs> Trailer Park Boys, that's, a, yeah. that's our little uh, homage to Jurassic World. <laughs> that's, yes. <yeah. laughs> that's the T. The T Rex early warning system's working really well around it. Oh, it's the same. It's the same girl that was giving me the stink eye earlier. Slammed the door so loud it made something fall off the fucking door. <laughs> really impressive. So, uh, yeah, listener, I'm. I, um, should I feel guilty? Yes. It's a good. It's a good idea to. To it's a good James. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and and apparently it's a good idea. Uh, to increase engagement, listener mm. engagement. It's a good idea to pose a question at the end. That people can feel 
uh, engaged with. Even if they don't respond, it makes them feel like they're part of the I've thing. I've got a question. What's that? Would you like to send me a picture of yourself in your underwear? Oh, oh yes. Would you like to send James a picture of yourself in your underwear? You don't have to. Yeah. He's not asking you to actually send a picture of no, yourself saying, in your would underwear. Would you like to? And you can he's, say, he's, yes, I would. Yeah. And we can then make further arrangements. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, should I feel guilty about the house? No, I don't think so. Or yes. You decide, listener. You can talk to us at 2GM Pod yeah. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can talk to us at 2GM Podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us some email we do Mm. like getting emails they're always lovely Um, you can talk to James or I on Twitter I'm Nick Site I'm James M-O-M-B yes you are we've also got a page on Facebook you can find us on Stitcher or iTunes if you like what we do please do rate and review but please uh, also uh, consider sharing us with your friends that would be lovely Uh, we out bye bye uh <coughs> sorry <coughs> the smoking's going well though oh good as long as the smoking's going I'm well i'm so sorry is that tickling the back of my throat again <coughs> right okay